Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode five of season 43 of The Clingers Have Spoken. We just watched episode five. I just watched it, just got off Hulu. But Michael, where have you been tonight? Yeah, man, I've been at the, uh, there was a, in Nashville, a survivor viewing party uh, that Johnny Fairplay and Sandra put together. So we were down at Doghouse Saloon, Madeline and I, we got to meet Sandra. Uh, we, of course, we paid for the VIP, so we got to spend an hour in the bar with just us uh 21 other people and Sandra and Johnny Fairplay and Rita from Survivor Fiji and then uh Figgy from Survivor Millennials vs Gen X showed up and she actually sat at our table during the actual viewing what so we were sitting Figgy was me Madeline and Figgy were the only people at our table during the viewing and Sandra was sitting like adjacent to Figgy and they were talking. So we were basically watching the episode tonight with Figgy and Sandra. Oh, my gosh. Were you able to, like, ask questions, like, about, like, you know, what this is like? Or did they talk to you about that? Did Figgy – how was Figgy cool? Yeah, Figgy's cool, man. Uh, she seems single, and she lives in Nashville, so you should shoot your shot. You should uh, slide mm. in the DMs or something. But, Hey-o. yeah, she's a she's a sixth-grade teacher, um, and uh, – I honestly didn't recognize her at first. I had a hunch that she was coming um, because they gave out signed pictures of everybody and there was a picture of her sitting on the table, a stack of pictures of her, but she wasn't there yet. So I was like, I think Figgy's coming, but they haven't said anything. And then she showed up uh, like right right when the episode was starting. And so, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um She's nice. Like, there wasn't a ton of time to, like, ask questions during the episode because the episode Mm -hmm. would be on. And then there was, like, trivia during the commercial breaks where they would give out, like, like Johnny Fairplay was, like, giving out signed autographed pictures of Survivor players to people. Um, And it was all trivia. And he was like, honestly, guys, I don't know the answers to these, so this is the honor system. If somebody (laughs) says that that's the right answer, then you get it. (laughs) Um, I got a couple of the answers right, but I got like probably the two easiest ones. There was some that were like, really, it was like, name the tribe that so-and-so was on. And it was pretty, yeah, it wasn't like name the season or name the theme mostly. Um, but yeah, it was really fun, man. It was really fun. Um, and it was cool just like, just to understand, like, I'm one of the like, 20 most invested people in Survivor in Middle Tennessee. In Nashville, Like, there's people that drove in from Cookville. I know there's people who drove in from Cookville. I don't know if anyone else, like, drove in for this. But it was pretty cool. Yeah, were there more people that, like, weren't VIPs there, right? For, like, the... Was there a QA? and a I guess? It was probably, like, half and half. Like, half the people were there for an hour before the episode, and then half people showed up just for the episode. Um... And then there was like a Q&A at the end, um, which was really cool. Uh, the questions that people asked weren't that insightful. You know, they gave pretty stock generic answers. Um, I was hoping people would be like, who's your, the least favorite person that was on your season? Which Figgy basically said Taylor is her least favorite person. Uh, so <laughs> she was like, he's, she was like, well, there's obviously one person that I don't, I 
I do not want to speak to anymore. And she was mm-hmm. like, but other than that, I'm, I'm cool with everybody. So yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. Um, just getting to hear what people's like takes like Johnny Fairplay is like nuts. He's kind of a nut. And, uh, Sandra is hilarious in person. Like Sandra is like the first person in ever to like say to Madeline, like, when are you due before Madeline telling someone that she's pregnant? So she's oh. like, so, so she, she just went for it. Yeah. She like, she was like, we were like the first people, one of the first people there. So that was like something that Sandra said when we walked in. It, yeah, she was like, wow. oh, baby bump, uh, when are you due? And it was pretty fun. If only you were having a girl and you could just name her Sandra. You know? I know, I know. Um, wow, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so like, did anything stick out? Like, was it totally, was it worth the $75 you paid? Um, I'm not sure it was worth uh, <laughs> the $150 between both of us. Uh-huh. I mean, it was fun, don't get me wrong, and... Uh, there was, we were supposed to get Survivor 43 buffs with it, uh, but Johnny Fairplay didn't order the buffs in time. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. So then Johnny's going around and getting all of our phone numbers so that he can text (laughs) us and get our addresses (laughs) so that he can send us a, a signed, uh, uh, for season 43 Vessi buff signed by Jesse. Uh, so hopefully we're getting a signed buff okay. by uh, Jesse from this current season. Um, so yeah, I think he said, he's like, I, I like a bunch of people signed up VIP, I guess in the last, in the last week or something. And so he was like, I only have 10 buffs. So he was like, you can either like have one of those or you can get a signed buff from Jesse. So we're getting the signed buff so yeah uh, basically me and johnny fairplay are going to be texting which is pretty fun so i guess that's it was a sick it was incredibly low-key event like very informal like people were just walking in and then like fairplay is like realizing oh i haven't scanned those people yet and then he's like going over to them and scanning (laughs) scanning their ticket with his phone yeah i feel like i mean i had no idea about it until you texted me about it last week you know um I feel like it wasn't marketed super crazy well, but I guess if it's just Johnny Fairplay that's doing all the marketing and all the preparing, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I knew about it was because Sandra tweeted about it, and so, mm-hmm. like, yeah, because it's not like a Survivor-sanctioned event. Like, they're, it's just Fairplay and Sandra going to different locations, and the one at Boston in Boston is next next week, and it looks like it's going to be lit, like, those two are going to be there. Jeremy Collins is going to be there. Uh, Trish oh, wow. Haggerty from Kageyana is going to be there. Oh, so wow. that, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, if you're in the Boston area listening to this and you're into Survivor, that might be a good way to spend your Wednesday next week. Yeah, man, it was cool. It was a fun night. Like, I'm glad we did it. Like, I think they're coming back. They said uh, they were like, should we come back next season? Everybody was like, yeah. So I think they'll come back next season, too. <laughs> Uh, that, that's what fair play said. You know, we can't, I don't know how much we can really trust right. his word, but yeah, but, uh, um, he may, he may ha- his grandma may die and he may not be able to make it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he said they're coming back next season at the doghouse saloon again in Nashville. So 
if you are hearing this, I know there's a lot of people who've seen my Instagram posts and tweets and are like, whoa, like what's going on there? So now, you know, you can, uh, if they come back again next year, just like keep up with fair plays, uh, Instagram feed. He's, he posts like, uh, what, what's going on in the schedule and stuff. And I know he does like a weekly reality podcast these days. So yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, do you want to get into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm sure I missed some things in the midst of all the chaos, but I know yeah. I was, I was locked in. So yellow tribe is interesting. Janine got all the beads and got the idol and then risked it and then didn't get it. So now she doesn't have a vote and she has an idol and everyone knows both of those things. Um, which is just interesting. We'll see how that plays out. I don't know. I feel like Sammy and Gabe just need to like talk to each other. I feel like that's the missing link. Cause I like, I like Sammy and I need him to talk to Gabe and they could figure it out so he can be okay. Gabe as in Gabler? No, Gabe is in like other guy. Owen? Other guy. Owen. Did I say, yeah, Owen. That's what I mean. Owen. Sorry. Not Gabe. Yeah. Sammy needs Owen. to talk to Owen. Yeah. Let's talk about the yellow tribe a little bit. Cause uh, that was, I thought that that was a pretty interesting bead situation. Uh, and I wish that Sammy had told Gabler before. Right. Yeah. That, like he, sh- like he should have seen that coming and gone to Gabler and been like, just Do make not. up a reason why you can't give him your bead. Yeah. But I don't know. There probably um, was a, not much time between the time he found out they had it. And then all of a sudden it's back at camp and they're collecting beads right because like ellie and janine have got are like plotting with owen to tell gabler and then ellie tells sammy and then they all walk back and they're all there and it's like oh crap like what are we gonna do um you're you just gotta go with it you gotta roll with it at that point you can't just like say no i wouldn't have even told gabler to be completely honest because gabler's not gonna find that information out right i don't know why i told him I, um, I think he just tells Gabler that so that Gabler's in his pocket and Gabler's like, Sammy's my guy. He's the only person that tells me the truth around here. That's true, but that's only two people still. So, I mean, you know, how good is that? Also, question. So Janine already had, if, if she didn't get the beads, she would have lost her vote. Then could she have done the risk? Like, is that legal? Like, if you don't have a vote, could you risk it again? I mean, and still not have a vote. I don't know. The producers might have told her, "Hey, you can't risk it. Like, you can go, yeah. but you can't risk it." Because, like, they yeah. couldn't stop her from going, or that would like give away that she doesn't have a vote already. So, right. yeah, I didn't think about that. But yeah, yeah I mean, I guess I guess she could have gone and just played it safe. Yeah. Um, so, um, the red tribe got like no camera action as it should be. Um, and before we move off the yellow tribe, I texted you a quote of Sammy's that I found hilarious. Um, I think he says, I think he said, I don't go to Chuck E. Cheese that much after he won, after he slid the ball onto the thing. And he was like, he's like, I don't go to Chuck E. Cheese that much. And I was like, I don't know what that means. 
but I'm on board. <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> like that's crazy. Like it was basically like skee ball, right? But it's just like, I mean, to process like Chuck E. Cheese in that moment is like what came to mind. That's crazy. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I feel like you're you're trying. He's trying to be like act like he's older than he is, but then he's bringing up Chuck E. Cheese. Like, just be but like, like I, don't, I don't even go to Dave and Buster's that much, man. You know. <laughs> yeah, like you're like in your thirties, you know. Like you know, um, I don't even go Chuck to e- Game Terminal that much. I mean, they're like Chuck E. Cheese. Like, I don't even know any kids that go to Chuck E. Cheese anymore. I feel like the people that talk oh, about Chuck E. Cheese go. the most are like millennials. I don't know. It's oh, like, they bro, go. remember Chuck E. Cheese? That's uh, crazy. Um, okay. But yeah. So, yeah, the challenge Ryan knocked the balls off, right? And then <laughs> he tried to act like he did it on purpose. <laughs> and I was looking at, I was looking at Figgy and Sandra like, Y'all, he did not do that on purpose. And they were like, they were like looking, they were giving him that, them, them eyebrows. Like, I don't think he did that on purpose. And yeah. of course, uh, there, Ryan's got this plan of who he wants to get voted out. Sandra's like, oh, of course, if he's so sure, you know, that's not what's about to happen. So they know, they know, they're locked in they on know. this. Of course, yeah. everyone knows that. Everyone knew, number one, Ryan didn't do that on purpose. He wants to be the hero. Like, that's what he wants to do. <laughs> He's not doing that on purpose. And Which is like... Yeah, come on. It's it's such, like, an insane play, right? Like, that, like, to... Okay, let's say he did mean to lose that. That is an insane play that early with five people on a trot. That is insane. And then to come back to camp and say... Look, yeah, like it's me, man. Like it's cool. I know. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Like, put the votes on me. Like I know I screwed up. The strongest guy in the tribe, and they're just gonna vote him out and say like whatever. And it's his idea. That is just like this dude does not know the game at all. And Geo is just like crazy confident. What a pair! What a pair those two have been. I mean. If you're going to intentionally mess up that part of the challenge, wouldn't you not get the first two up there so fast? You know? Right. Like, yeah. come on, man. Really come struggle. On. And, and yeah, I mean, Geo, he had it coming. He should have been gone last time they went to Tribal. <laughs> uh, he is not, not as sharp as he thinks. And... Honestly, I'm really glad that they voted him out, especially because he had the knowledge as power advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rita did not want Geo to get voted out. Sandra did want Geo to get voted out. Figgy did not want Geo to get voted out. So mm. I, I, I don't know what that says about Geo, um, but yeah, he he you know he's an, he's thinks he, he's one of the players that he just thinks he's a lot smarter than he is. And he's he's not as yeah. smart as he thinks. He's not and fooling he's like, everybody. He's like a little fun to watch, and then it's fun to watch him get voted out. But he's not really fun to watch. The player that's like, oh, yeah, like, we're locked down. We got the numbers. Like, it's cool. That person's no fun to watch, you know? Like, I don't want to see Geo just, like, sit back and be like, we got the numbers, blah, 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 and do nothing. Like, he's no physical threat. He doesn't do anything around camp. Like, he's just like, he's not even drama. He's just like, a guy, you know, I don't want, I don't want him around camp. 
And I think it's great that they're like, everybody thinks he's so, he's so, he thinks he's so smart and he's so dumb. And like just telling Carla, I don't even think he told Ryan about his advantage. He told Carla, like, come on, man, what are we doing? Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, you got to think Ryan is going to be wondering what just happened. If I'm Carla, I'm like, see, he didn't even tell you that he had this advantage. So mm-hmm. so what does that tell you? Like, he wasn't really working with you. And granted, I think Gio was working with Ryan. Uh, but if I'm Carla, I'm totally using that to my advantage of, like, yo, he didn't even tell you that he had this. I thought it was a great play by Carla. You're the only person on the tribe that has an advantage. You're on a tribe with someone that has a steal and advantage. You need to vote that person out. And Gio right. is dumb for telling Carla that. Now, I don't think he knew that she had or that she had an advantage at all. Yeah, he didn't even know that. But, you know, read your piece of paper before you start bringing people in. Because you don't yeah. want other people knowing you have that, that advantage anyways. You can tell people you have an extra vote or something. Like, don't, don't just start revealing stuff to people assuming you have an extra vote when you really have a knowledge is power advantage. Yeah, like it was shocking to see Jesse go back and just open that up in front of everybody. I guess it makes sense because he knew there was a merge coming, right? Because apparently there's a merge coming. It looks it looks like that looks that way, uh, uh, like a half merge. Whatever they did the last two seasons, earn the like merge. Similar. I think is what they call it these days. Oh, what a terrible title. Um, and I guess that makes sense if you're gonna do it like with your tribe. If you're like, okay, I lost my vote, guys. Like we're down a vote. Like straight up, we're down a vote. Um. That makes sense, right? Uh, but, like, I don't know. That's just, everything in me was like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? You know? Because it's going to, like, if you're on a side of, like, two people, like, if you and Cody are a thing, then, like, you're both screwed next time. You know? If there is next time. So, I didn't really understand that. But I guess it worked out fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They really tried to play up the uh, paranoia of Cassidy, which I didn't really buy as paranoia. It was just like, what's like a smarter thing to do here? You know? Yeah. Which she was wrong. She was wrong. But like, I was like, there's no way they vote her out. There's no way they vote her out. But, you know, that's legitimately what Ryan was going to do. I mean, she was legitimately getting votes. Right. And, Especially like after she went and talked to Ryan and he like totally didn't give her anything. She was like, okay, no, he is like seriously voting for me. I totally get why she didn't want um, to swap it up because she's already thinking like, if this goes south, like I'm gone. I, we need to be putting votes on Ryan instead of someone who just came back from advantage time when I'm the person on the chopping block. And I like what she said. She was like, if y'all were in my position, you would be saying the exact same thing. Like, it's not like you, like, so I get why she wanted it to be Ryan, but I also get why they wanted it to be Geo. And I get Mm -hmm. that sometimes in Survivor, you just, you got to roll with a little bit of risk and hope that it turns out okay. Yeah. I think it was huge for Geo to tell Carla that because Carla was probably like, look, Geo's got an advantage, but it's useless. Like, straight up. Like, we're on your side. Like, I'm telling you this. I trust you. Like, we're good. It's fine. You know? 
Um, yeah, I hope I hope Carla, Cassidy, and James stick together. I like that trio. You know, I like them. Um, but, yeah, uh, we'll I see. mean, I think uh, I think that yeah, like what fair what fair play said after the episode tonight live was he was like you really just want like to be in a strong three going into the merge like that fourth mm-hmm. person that fifth person maybe even that sixth person on your tribe is like you can't keep a group that big together all like moving and rolling together but you can work with three down to the very end so i think that could happen with that three i especially i could see that three like pairing up with another two or another three and kind of being the majority on the front end after the merge. But we'll see what happens. I mean, I think that there's some people who are going to be on the outs after the merge, and I think that that's probably Ellie and Janine. I don't really see them, like, assimilating well into the group at all. Uh, I think Noel and Jesse and Dwight and Cody are kind of a strong four. Mm-hmm. And so... The Blue Tribe, at this point, uh, I think Ryan is going to be kind of a free agent. I wouldn't be surprised if he was gone. I kn- that's what you s- predicted last week, right? What that was that he would be gone in short order after the merge. Yeah, yeah. I think once the merge happens, Ryan's toast. Yeah, I think Ryan, Ellie, and Janine. I see them being on the outs pretty fast. Owen, I'm not sure what his deal is. I still feel like we don't get Owen at all. Like he has yeah. done nothing interesting that i can remember on this season so far it's just been like normal gameplay but no one is just stating that they like owen you know like there's no like hey we like this guy there's no like positive owen moments at all yeah like he stumbled onto like a couple people as they were tucking away an immunity idol right um but it wasn't like he was good or you know conniving like it was just kind of he was there you know like it's just i it's weird and i think it may be setting up for uh i don't know like okay two things does he have something going on in life right now that is unsavory which is why they're like cutting him out so much that's my first thought second thought um is he like a backdoor winner just throwing it out there. I think both of those things are on the table because we've gotten a lot of talk about Owen and no action. Like none act, no action. Like they've, they've harped this yellow tribe. They've been to one tribal, right? And it's all about how nobody likes Owen. He's kind of not in an alliance. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to do with Owen because it seems like Instead of people saying, like, I want to work with Owen, it kind of feels like they people are saying, Owen would go with us. You know? Yeah, they're like, maybe. Uh, they're like, they're like, yeah, Owen would go with us. They're not like, Owen, like, we're tight. We got to work together. Like, exactly. that's not a scene that you're getting. So, yeah, Owen... I. I think if we weren't seeing much of somebody, we would see, and they were going to win, we would at least see other players kind of like saying that they like this person, that this person is smart, that this person is... Because like, that's what they were saying about um, 
what's her what's her name? Marianne. No. Erica. Erica on the Blue Tribe. They're like Erica's. She's like flying under the radar. She's smart. You know. They're saying that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Nobody's really saying that about Owen. Yeah. I mean, we Owen. Owen's not He's really just, doing much. Yeah, they're they're kind of playing him off as like a selfish kind of dimwit that's just around, you know. Like they they don't think he's that smart. They think he's in it for himself. They don't really trust him that much, but they trust him enough, you know. Like it's just like, yeah, he's just a tag along guy. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I feel I'm, like I feel like Owen is like they're in in the twenties and so. I mean, even before the 20s, Survivor 20s, there was a lot of guys like Owen that were smart. Like maybe they went to Harvard. They went to an Ivy League school. So they were smart, but they were boring characters. They didn't ever do much. uh, And they were not like great strategy players, even though they were smart, because nobody really liked them enough to really pull them into anything and try to roll with them. I mean, there's tons of these people, and they've basically tried to stop casting people like that, uh, mm-hmm. especially in the form of white guys. Because uh, now to be a white guy and get on Survivor, you have to be a gabler. You have to be well, a Sammy. Well, Jonathan got cast last season, right? John, but Jonathan is, is like a physical specimen. Mm-hmm. You know? He's a physical specimen, like... He, you know, he does like, he's done like, he's been a bodyguard for people. Like, that's kind of interesting. Owen is just, like, he's just regular. He is milk toast. Yeah. You know, nothing like, Jonathan was a boring person, but if you looked at him, you would be like, okay, that looks like an interesting character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So who do you, okay. Who do you think has holds like the most power? You think yellow tribe's going to go bye-bye. So like, who do you think holds the most power at this stage of the game? Merge right around the corner. I think Carla does. Yeah. Like Carla's tight with James. Carla's tight with Cassidy and Ryan is someone that I think Carla could pull in that I don't think, like Cassidy's not with him, but I think Carla could pull him in. Um, I can see Carla and Jesse. Like what I could see is Jesse just straight up bouncing over to blue. And then you've mm. got, or maybe Jesse and Cody bouncing to blue. Then you've got Dwight and Noel. And now they're kind of on the outs and floating. Cause like, I don't really know how tight red tribe really is. Like, so I think, I think I really see like Carla being like the person who holds the the most cards. And that's kind of what we've seen so far is that she's been running the blue tribe. She's been running the game there. Uh, Not quite on like a Shannon Ricard level, but like she's been the person deciding her and James have been deciding who's going home. And so I think Carla is... And the thing is, Carla and James are not threatening players. So I could see them getting in with other people really easily because people are underestimating them. Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And now it's like you get to final seven 
and Carl and James are now have become the biggest threats because they've been running the game since the merge. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say the same thing. Um, we'll see if I like I like the threesome of uh, James, Carla, and Cassidy, and I like the three people of Jesse, uh, Cody, and Noel. The rest is just kind of like chaos to me. I want those I want those three people groups to stick together though. I think they're fun. I think they're good. Yeah, I mean the the three tribe format is so crazy. Like in season forty one. It seemed like obvious to me that yellow and green should have got together and voted the blue out. And that's just not what happened at all. Like yellow, they just like completely folded at the merge. And Liana just like bounced. That that was it. Like Liana held the key, like held the fate of yellow tribe in her hand and said, all right, Shan, here you go. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I'm kind of wondering if we're going to see a similar fate from Yellow again, but we'll see. Because, like, I think that Gabler is probably with Sammy at this point. So I could see those two guys jumping in with somebody else, but I don't really know who they would jump in with. I don't, I don't see another, like, voting block of people that's really wanting to play with those guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I could see Sammy being a scrapper, though, and, like, getting voted out, like, eighth to last, you know? Yeah, yeah, I could see him winning, like, three immunity challenges in a row when he's supposed to get voted out. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Um, Anything else on this episode of Survivor you want to talk about? No, not really. Um... I thought that Geo's reaction to getting voted out was pretty fun. Just like the look <laughs> on his face, like looking around as the votes were coming in, just looking so confused. I mean, that's great. Also, Man. I think we probably can touch on how bizarre Ryan's play was. Like, dude, this is season 43. <laughs> No one is buying that you are just like, I guess if it's my time, it's my time. No, yeah. Like, no one's Like, you're one's not a 60-year-old heart doctor, you know? Like, you're not, you're not just going to, like, get in the fetal position and die, right? Yeah. You're out there to fight. You're out there to play. Like, what are you doing? That was, like, the e- – so, like, for Cassie, that was, like, the easiest read. Like, watching their conversation, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, even if you had no context, you could tell this dude was just lying. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, no one... Like, this is, once again, Survivor 43. Every player talks to every player now. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, somebody's going to tell her that Ryan said to vote Cassidy out. Like, he's not trying to go home. Like, I thought that was such a dumb play. He is not... He is not a sharp cookie when it comes to survivor strategy. No. Um, there's several players uh, that really think they've got survivor figured out who aren't really that with it. Like Ellie, number one. Yep. Ellie, Ryan. 
I think that Dwight on the Red Tribe on Vessi, he thinks that he is like a really cerebral, smart, strategic yeah. survivor player. And I just don't think he has like the social skills that he needs yeah. to like actually work that out. Yeah, it doesn't feel like he's bonded super well in that tribe with anybody. No, um, like Noel is actually like sneaky really good i think like i could totally yeah. see noel winning yeah i could totally see that i could totally see cody winning uh yeah because everyone's gonna once again everyone's gonna underestimate him because he's crazy mm-hmm. yeah except for carla it could be like a tony style win for cody yeah yeah, yeah. we'll see um, right now, I'm looking at my uh, John Morant framed uh, art thing that you made for me. Heck yeah. Um, and the Grizzlies are back tonight. Um, they actually wrapped up like 30 minutes before we started this. Uh, what are your thoughts on the season this year? How are we feeling? Um, Grizzlies-wise, I feel fine. Like, the Knicks aren't good and. They went to overtime tonight. I don't think that but that is too great. Jalen Brunson, though, they're not the same Knicks as last year. Okay, you know, Jalen Brunson is not that good, dude. He's but he's five he's foot six. They're, they're probably going to make the playoffs, right? So no. And they missed. They didn't have Jaron. Did you see the final five that they had out there in crunch time? Yeah, they had Aldama and Conchar Brandon Clark, and Tyus. Conchar, Tyus, and Jaw. Like, which is not great, but that's the that's the group that they're rolling with. That's crazy to me. That well, is crazy. Aldama l- completely lit up summer league, and I think that they actually expect him to play some meaningful minutes this year, especially while Jaron is out. I feel like they expect everybody to play meaningful minutes. They have like thirteen guys in their roster that are making like at least five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. It's an interesting roster for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that you have the John Morant uh, print on your wall because you can now purchase much of my artwork on my Etsy shop that has just been made public. Uh, It's Michael-like stuff on Etsy. It is very difficult to find, uh, but I will be sharing it on links on social media soon. Um, I've got... uh, I've got... uh, John Morant, that John Morant print up. I've got uh, Kobe rookie. I've got uh, LeBron, the LeBron block in the finals. Uh, Steve McNair, Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, more is on the way. I've got to uh, upload more. Um, but yeah, man, uh, 15 bucks and you will have the file in mere seconds. So if you want to support this podcast, if you want to support uh me as a person um that would be great you know me and my wife we're having a baby and we're closing on a house tomorrow (laughs) so we have no money so if that's something that you want to support etsy's only going to take six percent and charge me 20 cents every time someone buys something but other than that it's going to be so you know if you don't feel like you're friends enough with michael to get a gift off the registry just buy buy a print. Yeah, you know, buy it. Could make buy a, a great. It could make a great gift. If you're looking to put 
art in your man cave or game room, or you've got a kid uh, that loves sports, it could be a great a great thing for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool, man. It looks like we're about to run out of time on the Zoom. Anything else you want to add? Nah, dude. I'm excited to go. Uh, hopefully, see Giannis in November. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. We'll look at tickets and we'll figure that out. But yeah, Giannis and Trey. So. East showdown. All right. Well, for Michael Klinger, I'm Joel Klinger. This has been the Klingers Have Spoken, episode five of season 43. We will see you guys next week. See ya. See ya.